hey there, Grove family. It's Chris and Jason here again with another Poplar Grove cast. And we're excited to do something a little different today. We're going to start a series of these that you'll see maybe throughout the year. Um, we're going to cover some commonly misunderstood Bible verses. You know, it's ones that if you've grown up in church, you've probably heard them hundreds of times. Um, you've heard them used in certain ways that may not be the right, you know, when you really dig into the context and really look into the Bible, it may have been a little misused there. So we're going to just kind of cover those and talk through them. And Jason, the first one that we're looking at today is James chapter one, verse five. And I'm going to read it real quick. It says, but if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So all I got to do if I want wisdom, Jason, is ask, right? What is, what is, what am I misunderstanding here? Yeah. Uh, and, and I have grown up hearing this as well. And I've, I've heard it taught that um, this wisdom is the, you know, being able to know what to do. And the reason I don't know is because I, uh, I, I, I don't either don't ask correctly or I ask wrongly. And um, I just don't know if James is, if that's exactly what James is referring to here. Um, uh, how, how do we know what he means? Well, verse five begins with a, with a but. He says, but if. Um, strange way to begin a new section unless he's trying to connect it to the previous section. And verse four ends with this phrase, lacking in nothing. But verse five begins, but if any of you lacks wisdom. So we're connect, we have a connection here, not just with the but, but with a, uh, with the lacking. And so therefore verse five needs the previous verses. Uh, so if we go if we go go up a little bit to verse two, he says, "Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, so uh, James, the brother of Jesus, is uh, saying that." trials, if if I allow them to, to run their course, trials can produce a faith that produces endurance. Hmm. And that endurance creates kind of a maturity in me to where I'm lacking nothing. But what happens when I don't get it right? What happens if I am not handling my trial correctly? That's verse 5. Hmm. But if I do lack something, if my faith isn't maturing, then the, then James's teaching is, then ask God. Ask God who, who gives generously. God's ready to give me what I'm lacking from developing in my trials. And I need to ask, believe. I need to, do I really believe God will give me that? Now, let me pause here and, and go back to the word wisdom for a second. And anytime I want to know what the word wisdom means, I can do a word search and I can look, how is that word used in the Bible? But before I look to see how the word wisdom is used in the Gospel of John or the Gospel of Matthew, it's, it would be helpful for me to see if that word is used in the book of James anymore. And it is. And James uses that word wisdom in the third chapter. Um, and he finishes out the third chapter with, this word wisdom. And he's contrasting 
a wisdom that is demonic versus a wisdom that is divine. Verses 13 through 18. And, and let me just real quickly hit some of the highlights here. Here's his thesis. Verse 13. Who among you is wise and understanding? And he's going to answer it. He's going to answer the wise. He says, let him show by his good behavior his, gent- his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. So James defines wisdom as good behavior. Hmm. He, and he, so verse 14, he says, But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, um, he says in verse 15, that wisdom is not from above. The bitterness, the jealousy, the selfish ambition, that's not wisdom from above. Verse 17, but the wisdom... And you can put good behavior there with wisdom, Mm. but the good behavior from above is first pure, peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy, good fruits, unwavering, without hypocrisy. And so here's what I think James is saying. I think James is saying wherever you see the word wisdom, you can insert the word purity, peaceable, Mm. gentle, reasonable, mercy. Because that is the behavior that is wise. So if we go ahead, Chris. Well, I'm gonna say I just I feel like so many times when I've read that you, you would think you think wisdom equals knowledge, right? It's it's no it's yes. knowing. And and here you're saying and it's not it's not use it that knowledge. Way. Yeah. It's no. it's why you're in the midst of those trials. You want wisdom to be able to to have good behavior to continue to show those, to show the purity and, and show exactly. all the selflessness through those trials instead right. of it. It's not a, because what, yeah, go ahead. What, what's, what's, what is the endurance that's being produced? It's being able to be gentle all the way through the trial, right? It's being peaceable all the way through the trial. It's being, um, merciful. It's being, uh, a pure all the way through the trial. And, and so what I think James is saying back in chapter one, he's saying this is what trials do. They produce these endurance in these behaviors. Yeah. And so he says, but if you lack peace, if you're going through this trial and you're just, you just keep stumbling up and you're not showing the fruit of the Spirit, ask God mm-hmm. and God will give it to you. If, if you believe God can give you peace, if you believe God can give you love, if you believe God can give you meekness, if you believe God can give you gentleness, just list all those wise, good behaviors, um, then God will, will give that to you. So I feel James 1, 5, 6, and 7 is, is the prayer of the man who's not gaining endurance with these character traits. Mm. Um, as a parent, I this speaks boldly to me as a parent because... Uh, I can, if, if I've got my children up till they're about 18, 19 years old and then they're gone, that's endure. I, I've got to practice endurance all through that. And I got to be enduring <laughs> yeah. in, in, with love. I got to be enduring with hope, with peace, with gentleness, with all those fruits. But I don't always get that right, Chris. And I think right. James is telling me that when I'm, when I'm lacking in my trial, I can ask God. Yeah. And he's not, it's, it, I'm not asking for knowledge, like you said. I think it's a good way to put it. I'm not asking for knowledge, but I'm asking for wisdom for the behavior to have endurance. Yeah, because you're also not, it's, it's not asking God to, 
give me the knowledge to get out of this situation, to change my trials immediately, right? It's God help me to endure and to grow yes. through the endurance, right? Because I, I, one of my favorite parts about this verse, or if you jump back up, if I can turn my page here, um, if you jump back up, the biggest thing to me in verse four is let per- perseverance finish, like let it finish. Yeah. Let, yes. The word let to me is very important there because we so much Amen. want to grab the wheel turn it in the different direction and God tell us how to get out of this. Right. I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking God to change your circumstances. You know, we, right. God, this is tough. I don't, I don't know how much longer I can take this, but I think if that's what we focus on, if we base our, our faith, our belief on our circumstances, then it's, you know, we're, we're a sinking ship at that point. You know, that's, that's. And I think, I think it's spot on Chris, because we get, and I, this is, this is a challenge for me as a pastor. When people ask me to pray for them, I'm standing by a hospital bed, a man's sitting in the bed and he's sick, or someone says, hey, I've, I've got this concern I need you to pray for. The knee jerk is, God, get him well so he can get out of the hospital. Mm. God, uh, heal him of this. And I'm not saying we shouldn't, don't hear what I'm not saying. I, I'm not saying we shouldn't pray for people to be healed, but I think uh, as uh, we should also pray that God don't let them not learn what they're supposed to learn through this. Right. Yeah. Because that if if James is right, this is a trial that is trying to produce something in them and if I'm praying that God would remove the trial, I could be praying that God would remove a lesson that 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 he wants them to to either learn or a, an area that he wants them to grow in. Yeah. And uh uh and I think that I think it's imperative for us to view our trials not as something we're always praying for them to be removed, but we also say, all right, I'm supposed to grow through this. What needs to grow? Yeah. And I, we keep going back to parenting because that's how I think. I often think that when I get most frustrated in the behavior or the attitudes of my children, I believe it's less about my child and more about them being a mirror to me. And God is saying, son, oh, yeah. that's an attitude I want you to quit in you. Yeah, absolutely. That moment when your kid says something to you that you know is you to the T and you're like, is that what? Oh, no. Oh, you know, like That yeah. is the worst moment because like, oh, no, this, this little tiny human being uh, that makes noises constantly and never stops talking <laughs> listens to what I do and watches what Amen. I do. You know, and you're like, and oh, I never pick up on the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, when do you have time to even listen to what I'm saying? Because you're constantly talking. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so I, anyway, I just feel that, I feel that this passage is, that, that verse is used for knowledge. And, and I, I just don't think James, he doesn't, you can't take that, that idea of knowledge and put it in chapter three and that passage makes sense. Yeah, um, right. He clearly defines it as as behavior. Yeah. There's a song, a Shane and Shane song that for some reason came to mind, but I don't know if you've heard "Burn Us Up." And, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know it's um, it says you know one of the things it's you're able to deliver from the fire of affliction. It's the declaration of my Lord. You're not an image of gold. You're the God of old. You have made us come and save us. We are yours. Right. And so it's, I'm asking for God to say that, but the next line is, but even if you don't, even if you don't, we will burn, 
we will burn. Yeah. And that's, and that's yeah. of course the story of, and I never know, I can never remember the proper name. So forgive me, pastor, but Radshak, Meshach, and Abednego. Right. So I know that's not theologically sound, but that's, that's right. That's my three-year-old <laughs> For uh, listeners. It's a, it's a, it's a soapbox of mine that everybody knows them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Cause yeah. that's the names that, that Nebuchadnezzar changed them to, to yeah. get, all their God names out, but, but we still call Daniel, Daniel, uh, when his name was changed to Belshazzar. Yeah. Okay. It's Hananiah, <laughs> Mishael, Azariah. Yeah. And those are so easy to remember and say, you know, so I'll make sure I get on that. I'll get some index cards. I need to, I got to change my ways, put it in the shower. So when I'm showering, I can memorize it, you know, we'll get on it. But anyways, that song, I didn't know. So it yeah. <laughs> of all the things to learn in the Bible, that's the one. Um, but I, and, and that's a that's a weird thing that popped in my head. But I've always loved that song, you know, because they're in that the lyrics of the song is you know they're still asking God come save us, come get me out of this. Right. But if you don't, it doesn't change anything, right? It doesn't exactly. change. Exactly. Um, we, we still need to act the way that you want us to. I, I think sometimes we get at least Jason. I can only speak for Jason, but I think sometimes Jason gets so co- concerned about his. I need my context changed. And if I could take that energy and and funnel some of that into okay, how do I need to change? How or what do I, what what do I need to what what is strong in me that needs to be emboldened, and what is weak in me that needs to be strengthened? Yeah. And I, I think that's just it's healthy to to look at at my trial is trying to produce an endurance in me in in certain character traits and certain attitudes and behaviors. Yeah. I mean, our human nature is to look outward, right? Look at what is the outward thing pressing against us. And instead of, you know, looking inward and saying, Hey, listen, what's this trying to produce? Where can you grow? And it's, it's not about, um, it's, it's more about your growth than it is about defeating this thing that's pressing on you. I I really, I really think that's right. I really do. Okay. I I remember when I, 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 ruptured both of my Achilles. And the second time I did it, I was laying on the couch with a note, with a, notepad and a pen saying, all right, God, I obviously missed what you were trying to teach me the first time. What do I need to learn this time? Yeah. Yeah. I once got a paper cut and I was like, I was right there thinking, yeah, I'm just kidding. I've never had a major injury, so I don't, I can't keep up with two ruptured Achilles. So yeah, I once stubbed my toe on a, on a table. So, and it was a tough time. It's a tough time. Uh, anyways, I feel like I'm making light of this now. We probably should move on. Anything anything else you want to add in there, Pastor Jason, now that I've taken us totally down a different hole? No, I, I, uh, uh, I, I think that's, I think that, that does, does the job. (laughs) 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 That's good. And I'm excited to kind of go through some of these and, and talk to these as we, we're going to spread them out. You know, we'll release them every now and then. Um, But I think this is good content that we've all heard so many times and just to really understand what God's trying to teach us right through there. Cause we, we can, some of these, some of these verses are ingrained in our heads and they're ingrained they in our are. heads in, in the way that's not exactly how they should be. So let's make sure we're right. looking, looking at the context and really um, figuring out what it says. So Jason, thank you, man. And uh, for all you who listen, here, Mr. Chris. and we'll be back again with another one soon. See ya. See ya.